Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For multiple bonus shows per week and access to our full podcast archive featuring in-depth interviews, movie commentaries, and live shows, please check out the Steel Wars Patreon podcast feed. The content club level is just $3 a month and is chock full of Star Wars fun and really helps the ongoing production of the show. All the bonus shows download into your podcast app like any other show. Give a month a try at patreon.com forward slash steelwars. Link is in this episode's show notes. And if you do, hit us up for a question for the weekly Patreon Q&A. And now, on with the show. I really hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And please forgive the in-car recording, but we are on the 101 freeway in LA and we are driving south to Anaheim to visit beautiful Batu, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We are heading there it is Friday before it opens and we're going to go test out the ride. We are testers, apparently. Um, a friend of a friend, you guys. It all, um, you know, when you're living in Hollywood, you have lots of show business connections. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to test out Galaxy's Edge today. And I am thrilled to, uh, to be on the way. So the fact that I'm doing 15 miles per hour on the freeway right now in Friday morning traffic is killing me because we are meeting up with the guys from Comedy Film Nerds at 10 a.m. And then we are going inside and... Details are very scant. I'm not sure if we're only meant to be in there for four hours, like some people that have tested the park out uh, have gotten to do, or we can be in there all day. But um, if they're going to let us in there all day, good luck getting me out. So um, I mightn't be back to record the rest of this podcast for uh, a day or two. Um, Jackie, when uh, I was leaving, she's like, if you end up staying till 11 p.m., get a hotel, don't drive home. Um, so she sort of knows what to expect out of this. But um, yeah, thrilled to be uh, going to check this out. I um, because I've I've got a uh, a seven and a half month year old son, and this was the first. Today is the first day we've let 
left him with a non-blood uh, related babysitter. So my our friends Sarah and Blondie, who you've heard Blondie on the podcast before, she came to um, the Jimmy Kimmel uh, episode for uh, when he called us out for the, the Your Snoke Theory Sucks uh, t-shirt, which is a bizarre thing. If you haven't checked that out on YouTube, there's, there's a clip with Jimmy Kimmel uh, calling me out uh, live on air on uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show during the uh, the Last Jedi promotional trail when I was in the audience. It's, it's, it's it sounds surreal. It is. So yeah, Blondie and Sarah are going to do two shifts. A shift each looking after Harrison while Jackie's at work and I'm in a galaxy far, far away. I, I was ready to take the dude with me. I was like, I'll, I'll just bring him. I'll bring a young man and uh, he'll get to experience Batu. I probably wouldn't be able to go on the ride, but um, I just want to check it out. You know, I, I want to. I don't know how busy it's going to be, and because I spoke to someone that went this week, and they they were like, like there was a time when we couldn't see any other people. I don't think it's going to be like that today. But is there a chance that we'll get to recreate the uh, the Falcon, that that artist impression of the the son and the kid? walking towards the Falcon. I want to reproduce that photo. So, uh, <laughs> but if I can just get 20 people in there, um, and then I'll be able to reproduce this very unlikely artist impression for once it opens, I imagine it's just going to be, well, I don't even have to imagine. It's a fact. It's going to be packed. So, uh, I've got no idea if today will be packed with lots of people testing it out or we'll have a pretty easy time. Another person I spoke to to get on the Falcon ride, they said it took them like 20 minutes. That's it. And that time they were just looking at everything in the uh, the line anyway, like all the you know little things they have to entertain you while you're in line. So yeah, it's just just thrilling. And just for everyone on Traffic Watch, the traffic has died off now, and I am uh, doing the speed limit. I am on the speed limit perfectly. Uh, it is a limit I would never broach. So we are doing the speed limit, whatever that is, exactly, maybe a little bit under the speed to uh, play it safe. But we are on our way to Anaheim and Batu. Should be quite a day. Cannot wait. See ya when I park. Alright guys, it's 9.43 and we are here. I'm driving behind Batu. I can see rocks. <laughs> oh, it's actually happening! Alright, we'll put it into the car park. Very excited. Obviously. Alright you guys, it's just before 10, I just parked and now I'm walking very fast to get on the little uh, train thing to Disneyland from the car park. You get on the little people mover and I'm just thrilled to be going to Disneyland for one thing. I've 
I've been a few times, but not enough to where I don't get the, like, it's not the best thing ever. I hadn't even thought about, like, I'm actually going to Disneyland. I was thinking about Star Wars, but, um, <laughs> very excited. All right. Hot. Alright, I've just been told walking there at the moment will be as quick than getting the people mover. So I'm going walking because I'm too amped up to wait in a line right now. And I think I can walk fast because I'm full of hype and coffee. you guys walking update I am walking at an incredible pace I think people are like pointing and go look how fast this dude's walking just let it be known that I'm walking very fast right now um, it, it's it's bridging on a run but yet elegant like a walk but very fast <laughs> alright this couple in front of me they think they're walking pretty fast, but I'll catch them. You just wait. Just you wait. Quick update, guys. I have passed them. I did pass the fast-walking couple. I outwalk them. Eat it. Um, I can also report the fast-walking couple, the male, regrets wearing pants today. Repeat, he regrets wearing pants. I've got pants on as well. But we're going to Galaxy's Edge, so there's no time for regret. <laughs> All right, guys, it's 10.20, and we are out the front of Disneyland. And for some reason, just through the will of the force... Again, again, last time was solo. I'm here with Jason Ward. How are you doing, Jason? Pretty good. Having a good time. So we're going... We're going to Galaxy's Edge separately. Yeah, kinda. Um, no, we are. No, not really. I'm gonna find you. Oh uh, yeah, well, but I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna hunt you. You're gonna be my greatest game, man. It's just so weird. We got, we got tickets on the same day. Yeah, early tickets because we're spoiled brats. Yes. Arrested man development. Extend, extended childhood. I don't know. Extended the EU. <laughs> the EC. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm pretty amped. Okay, so we're going with expanded childhood then since we're doing the, the, the EU. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, this is the new. This is this is my Kathleen childhood now. This is called Kathleen. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm so excited that I went to bed at like three o'clock in the morning last night because I couldn't go to sleep. And then I woke up at like six when I didn't need to because I needed to wake up. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I've got a newborn son, or seven months old, so I went to sleep as soon as I put my head down, and I woke up as soon as he started crying. Yeah, you should just, just give him, you know, beer. Well, that's what I gave him in the car now. Oh, okay. I, I made up this right. story on the way down that we got babysitters, but... Um, yeah, but Luke and Penny, my kids, are five and, and four are babysitting in the car. They got, they're cool, though. We got them, like, three big gulps for 79 cents each, good price. You just leave them some matches and they just entertain themselves the entire day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, I promised them a, a puzzle or something from the, from the gift shop. 
All right, so I feel... I haven't really... Like, I'm so excited to be here, mm-hmm. but because I was so worried about being so crowded and I wasn't going to go for a little bit, like, I haven't enveloped myself in hype, so I feel like I'm going to get shattered upon entering. Yeah, I think so. I think you're just going to hear this, this high Australian shrill a lot. Mm. And people are going to be like, the sound effects in Galaxy's Edge were strange. <laughs> Is that Klee Glass? Did, did uh, John Williams score that weird screech? <laughs> The, um, well, I remember going to... Oh, this memory just flooded back. I went to Disney Hollywood, whatever it was called, in Florida many years ago. Mm-hmm. And I went I went one day with a family to Disney World, and then I went to the the movie one by myself the next day. Did you just, like, get in line with them and just, just kind of... They just paid for you? Didn't you no, thought you were one of their kids? They, they were friends of the oh, family okay. I was staying with. They drove me. Okay. But um, nice try. And... I remember coming around, I'm by myself, I've got this on video somewhere back home, but just coming around the corner and just seeing the Adat. Oh, right. And just like, this is the greatest thing. Okay, and it was shooting water? Water? I've never even seen that Adat. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm kind of anti-Florida. I I embrace all our Floridian listeners, so welcome. Just, you know. You're all on Flocka. I know what you're doing. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I'll get shattered by this, but... I'm willing to try, you know? Well, I was thinking about the coolest thing that happened was Star Tours 2 when I got to come early on that and write it over and over again because I had a little scam where I would hit reply to the email and change the uh, text of my entry time. And I just did it for like two weeks. I just wrote Star Tours 2 with like whatever abandoned. But now I think it's like that whole thing is going to be like, who cares about Star Tours, man? Star Tours is going to be like a footnote. At least I have high expectations anyway. I wonder what Star Tours will be like. Let's go ride it all day. Let's all right. make a statement. After after Galaxy's Edge, let's do it. Let's be like, hey, hey, girl, we love you. We didn't forget you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with you since 1987, and I'm never leaving you. But, like, you've watched it all grow. Yeah. You know, you've looked at the car park and seen the first bit. I remember when we saw first bits of dirt. And so, you know, you drive past you all the time. You come in here all the time, willy-nilly. Right. How are you feeling? This is it. Today's the day. Yeah, it was. I, today I parked up on the very top of the Mickey and Friends parking structure, so I got like that really good view of it, which is strangely isn't actually done fr- from the, from the, from behind still. Still still on the spoilers. Still the day of. Still on the no, spoilers. But, um, no, no, but it was, it was rad because it was so much more built up than it was before, and then I was like, oh, wow, like... I was excited just to look at that, but I'm like, today's the day I actually get to go inside of it. You know? It's it's not just a date anymore. <laughs> I, I gotta watch you watch that process in your eyes. <laughs> We're gonna be in Star Wars. Gonna be inside. I I uh, do you know if we could, could I have worn that first order jacket? No, I mean uh, resistance jacket. I didn't because I was afraid they were gonna say no. But could I have? I never heard got an answer to that. Well, I think it's it's more clothing. That's what I mean, like like like, like that that jacket because I, I could get confused as a cast member and tell people give me your credit card and I'll tell you where to get back to Disneyland. <laughs> I'll tell you how the film ends. <laughs> that too. Uh, no. The I don't know. I, I think the jacket's fine. I think yeah. you can get by with the jacket. Yeah, I didn't do it though. Just had to, I had to be. I had to be safe. You've got some sort of like '90s indie like musician cosplay going on. That's pretty much what I am. Okay. 
<laughs> this is this isn't a uniform still. Just life. It's a lifestyle. All right. Well, we may not ever be the same. I'll Bye. see you inside. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find you. Alrighty. I'll see you later. Bye. All right, you guys. It's 12:30, and I'm here with Chris and Neil from Comedy Film Nerds podcast. And we've just been doing warm. We, we're not allowed into the land yet. I know. So we've just been doing warm ups. It is. We have. It's amazing how much Star Wars stuff is not in the Star Wars land that we can enjoy That's to, as a warm up. That sounded like a corporate brochure. <laughs> there is so much other stuff in the Star Wars land for us to yeah. enjoy. We do Hyperspace Mountain, which was amazing. Yeah, we went on a little, um, almost a tour of. Star Wars Disney attractions past. We went on Hyperspace Mountain, which is reskinned, I guess. I think they like made that Star Warsy for now just to satisfy people that can't get into Star Wars yes. land. And there will be a fair amount of those people. Oh yes. And then we went Star Tours and it was a 20th anniversary Phantom Menace trip as we pod raced and then went into the Naboo um the ocean. Star cruisers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that the Naboo Star Cruiser bit is is sick. <laughs> big fan, big fan. Okay. And you haven't been here for 15 years, Neil? Yeah, it's been 15 years, so this is almost like a whole new experience. Just not just the Star Wars, but Disney in general. Right. It's a lot of changes. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we're going on the Matterhorn. Yep. Matterhorn, I went on this a couple months ago. It's actually really fun. They redid it, all new animatronics and uh, ride system. So, oh, I don't know about the ride system. I made that up. But it is faster. Did they install lightsabers? <laughs> They're not. No buys. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. We're in a really weird place now emotionally because we're in Disneyland, which is the happiest place on earth. But I'm just thinking that I just want to... I just want to be a kilometer over there in the Star Wars land. All we're doing now is enjoying ourselves while we bide our time for what we really want. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. (laughs) So the deal is we've got this website that we have to go to and we just keep refreshing it. And then once it's our time, it'll tell us. But at the moment, it's not admitting guests. So I'm I'm big on the refresh. I'm big on the refresh. Yes! (laughs) We're podcasting! Yo, what's up, man? It's the Rogue Rebels. Hi, Sal. What's going on, man? How are you doing? No, I, that's how I saw it. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> a cool t shirt. <laughs> how are you? Lizzie. Hi. What's up? Neil. Nice to meet you. You just podcasting in a line? Yeah. That's what he does. I listen Wait, really? to you. No. <laughs> have you got passes? Uh, yeah. Or no, not, not passes. Like, we just have today passes. Oh, yeah. you're not going to Star Wars Line? Are you going to Star Wars Line? So I'm, I, I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What are you guys doing? Just uh, walking around trying to get on this right? I don't know when we're all out in, but we're just checking this website. So I just thought you must have been here because of that. I would like to be. <laughs> I need to figure that out. I would yeah. Hey, but you're at Disneyland, it's the happiest place on earth, alright? Sorry. I just Oh, dude. What were those uh, fans? That, uh... I am my friends, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, they were wearing your shirt. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. But I just did the worst thing because they're like massive Star Wars. That's how I know them because they're like massive mm-hmm. Star Wars fans. The Pirellis family. They're sort of like, they're Star Wars' first family. Yeah. <laughs> but I did the brutal thing. I'm like, I mean, I'm like, so you've got passes to get into the land? And then, and, and Sal's just like, <laughs> what are you no, talking about? What are you talking about? And I was just like, you mean the land that doesn't open for a week? <laughs> or that, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sal. <laughs> Just a quick footnote, uh, unbeknownst to me and my guilt, Sal and the Perales family were involved in some Disney special article about fans seeing Galaxy's Edge for the first time. So uh, I built up all that guilt for nothing. Thanks, Sal. I hope you're having a really good time laughing while listening to this. See you soon, buddy. And I'm really happy you guys got to go. Alrighty, well, Lizzie Perales was angry I wasn't podcasting on the ride, so I'm going to podcast on the ride. Hey, Lizzie! I'm podcasting! Uh, yeah. It's going to give us a shout out to Star Wars Geek Girl. Alright, we're riding now. the Matterhorn going up. this ride apparently getting attacked by a snowman it's very dangerous out here whoa (laughs) this snowman does seem relentless he is all over this mountain whoa jesus i thought i was gonna lose my head We evaded the snowman, everyone. And thus concludes the roller coaster podcast. Alright guys, it's ten past three 
and we've just been riding rides, Disneying it up, waiting for our time in the virtual queue to expire. We are group 12, no, we're group 13, and I'm going to refresh the page, Chris. Let's do it. Let's it do says it. groups 3 to 12, and now it says on, groups 3 to 12. Mm. We, right. we're, we're, next. we're so close. We just took a, a we just took a strategy bathroom break, mm-hmm. even though I did protest that we should have had a uh, gone to the space toilet, held on, <laughs> save that urine to use in space. So um, everything gets recycled in space. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. I wonder what the toilet situation would be like at Waterworld World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having that Cosmos sip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's connected to Sewer World. So just to get, talk about it. <laughs> give everyone the heads up, we're in Frontierland, and there's just these, there's not even signs. There's just, there's just, there's just benches protecting us from uh, getting into the uh, Star Wars land. So we can't see anything. There's nothing Star Warsy about it, except Disney employees guarding two pubs, which I hope to go down one of them. I've just refreshed, and I can confirm it's still groups three through twelve. All right, guys, it's three eleven. Updated groups four through to twelve. We're group thirteen. I'm hitting refresh. Still nothing. I'll hit refresh again. Guys, still nothing. I don't want to build up the tension too much, but I will hit refresh one more time. Still nothing, guys. All right, guys, I've I've, I've now completely collapsed and I'm just on it. I can't, I, I just have to keep hitting. I'm just hitting refresh now. I've hit refresh 30 times in the last minute. There's been no update. Come on. <laughs> I've turned into a refresh junkie. <laughs> Boom. Bang. 13. 13. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Film nerd meal. Dan, 13. Let's go. Come on. God, these amateurs that I'm with. <laughs> Going in. Okay. We need a... Hello. Can you see all the park tickets with ah. the barcodes and the customer ID? Yeah. Oh, that's right. ah. And that's it. Perfect. It's, it's upside down, but that's okay. It's okay. I got it. Yeah, there's You're four good. of us. Thank you. Hi, Chris. Smartwatches, Fitbits, any electronic devices inside. Thank you. Thank you. This is it. The phone has to go on. I learned this hard way the other way. Turn your phone off. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm turning it off. All right. We're going in. Well, well it's well, going to be dead. <laughs> it's going to be All right, you guys. It's 9.30, and we're outside now. We made it. We made it four times on this ride. Four times. Yeah, we had four Falcon rides. Um, I had Kadoo ribs. Uh, what food do you eat, Jason? I had the, I had the shack. I think that's how you say it. The, the shank. The shack. What, what planet's that from? Uh, Naboo. Oh, okay. Oh. I had a Tatooine sunset that had um, a thousand grams of sugar in it. 
It was delicious. <laughs> now, listen, my, my advice for you if you're coming to Galaxy's Edge, on the Falcon ride, be the pilot. Do not be the engineer. The gunner is okay, but still, pilot is the best. Gunner's good, and really the right pilot, because you get to go to hyperspace. Yes. Uh, going side to side was good, though. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get out of here, and we'll talk more in a sec. Chris and Neil are going to go, so, um, in, like, what's your, what's your conclusion? It was fantastic. Uh, even better than I thought it would be. Okay. Uh, it was, uh, the thing that amazed me the most was the attention to detail and all the architecture and the little, um, everything from, like, the lighting accents to the little animatronics. It's like a next-level theme park. It is. The- I forgot I was in Disneyland. Everything is, it looks like yeah. a different theme park. You do, especially, I, I guess the one benefit of not having the phone out was, like, you sort of got to... It really it was more immersive. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. keep that rule. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I think the immersiveness was like the really cool thing. I mean, it was you were able to stop and turn around and look and really see it, and it was just it was it felt like you were on on Batu. You were there. You were on a planet. It brought me back to all my trips to Batu. I got to yes. say. Yeah. Okay. It was it was fantastic. Uh, plug for the podcast. Comedy film nerds, uh, comedians, and filmmakers talking about films. All different types of films, and you can uh, get it on iTunes. Nice. Mm-hmm. There's always funny comedians, and I think I'm going to do it again soon. Yes, and Steel Saunders will be on very, very soon. Mm. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about uh, Black Spire Outpost. Outpost. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to be talking about all the things that we learned yes, the names of. We are, indeed. <laughs> and, well, uh, next time we'll have to get the blue milk. We didn't quite get there. No. But um, thanks so much for bringing us. My I, pleasure, absolutely. That so was, glad. Thanks to uh, Dan Mahan for inviting us. And man, yep. Mm-hmm. And it was just yeah. He never again. Like Chris was done. Like he was like we'd ridden it three times. Yeah, three times. <laughs> and then we came off, and the Disney people are going, "You want to go back on? It'll never be this empty." And Which it's like four minutes. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, and and I was like. Chris and you guys make an excellent point. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm very easily convinced. Oh, that was also. Awesome. Spe- I wasn't gonna be the one guy in that going. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. And, so Dan, and Dan was just like, we're okay. Yeah. I just found it morally wrong to say no. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like here's that a free is... ride in the Millennium Falcon, that's and you're fair. gonna. Yeah, that's, that's a fair, fair point. Assumption. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that was awesome. Thanks so much. Cool. Take care, Steel. Hey guys, the rest of this episode is available as an enhanced video on youtube.com forward slash steelwars. So you can watch along with a bunch of pictorial guides. The direct link is in this podcast show notes. So if you want to watch along, click that right now. All right, you guys, it's now 10 o'clock and... We are out the front of the Disneyland Hotel and I had a great scam to get a cheap drink and that was to go to the hotel gift shop, their little 7-Eleven thing and get one there and they stung me for like $9 a beer. They saw me coming, Jason. Yeah, it was like 16 something for two um, cans of Blue Moon. That... But it tastes great. Oh, we got into Disneyland for free, so... We did. So, there we go. Yeah. I'm making money. Making, I'm making money. Making making Star Wars, making money. Where do we start? Always be plugging. Where do we start? 
Well, I, I'll, I'll start when I okay. went in. Yeah. Like, I lost control. I ran off on my group. Mm-hmm. Like, like they were pretty pumped, but I was like super pumped. Yeah. And I just like, as soon as I got in, I was just like screamed and ran. <laughs> yeah, I, I there was like a moment where at the start where we kind of like walked, we walked first went over to the Kylo Ren side to the first order side. To like I, oh, we should ship. point out to everyone oh. we were not t- like we didn't see each other for like four hours. Yeah, because we were but, different. But then everybody was gone, and we did like four hours of being together in thirty minutes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that was what it was. We did cram in a lot. We did like the Falcon twice, twice. together. Yeah. Um, but um, anyways, I went over to the side and I was like, got my picture in front of the Kylo Ren ship and stuff like that and started looking at stuff. And then I was just almost like, like uh, paralysis by analysis where I was just sitting there looking at the same thing kind of over and over because you're just so used to that being it. Like I was like, I could sit right here and this is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, we should, we should move. We should go somewhere else. We've got to we've got to stay on the move. The first order's in the area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was a little bit of that when I was there. The I saw the uh, the um, the 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 black woman who's like the resistance hero. I saw her come over to like the first order side and like start some shit. She looks like like kind of like like a female Finn. She like 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 the resistance jacket and everything. Ah. I can't remember her name. She's gonna be in books and stuff though. She's gonna be like the main hero. Oh really? Yeah. I saw I saw her like come over there like twice. And like at one point, like Kylo Ren comes over and he like says he wants the whole area swept by stormtroopers. And he picked up the, um, he froze the uh, Imperial commander, like a lady Imperial commander, and like he like froze her with the force and like kind of like really, yeah, yeah. And then and then the then that the the, the uh, hero's name I can't remember comes over, and then he doesn't. They don't interact. They didn't interact together, but stormtroopers started interacting and started filling the area. And she like ran away, like oh, like. Almost like a Jack Sparrow got it having to be on the run kind of thing. Tell the story about the little kid. Yeah, there was this like two-year-old, maybe probably like two and a half, and he had a, a, a lightsaber that he bought at the, at the store. And two stormtroopers come over to him and start kind of like trying to harass him. And the kid gets like ready to fight him. And they go, he knows of the old legends. And they, they took off running from him. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, I don't like... When you walk in, it's it does hit you that you're in Star Wars. Like, that was... Like, it was like, oh, my God, I am in Star Wars. Like, I felt like I was on, like, Jakku or something like that. Like, yeah, it was, like, so different than, like, Star Tours where you go in and there's, like, a gimmick and then a gimmick and then a gimmick that continually entertains you. Uh-huh. There is, like, a, a spot where I was wondering myself, if you don't like Star Wars... Is this the most boring place ever? <laughs> because if you do, it's rad. But if you just do not care about the Star Wars like aesthetic or design, or you're not some in some way into role play, I, I wonder what it's going to be like for you. Because there's just stuff everywhere, like just like broken, like just random, like broken down battle droids. Like yeah, yeah, there was like. When you go into one of the parts early on, and like, or like towards the entrance that we went through anyway, there's like two battle, there's some battle droids and like this like junk heap, but the battle droid's head is cracked open, and you could see like all of the gears and like servos inside its head and stuff. So I just thought it was like pretty rad. I think I was over, like, because, and, and we should point out that because it was not, it's not finished, like, it's not, 
it's not in show mode. It's not in like Disney mode. So there's like, um, like platforms for like the media night and like these like things that won't be there, like lights for the media night and around the Falcon there was all things that were there for the media night. So it's not as like immersive as it will be on the thirtieth or the thirty first whenever it opens. And the app interactive stuff isn't. We couldn't have our phones, so we couldn't do any of the, of the app interactive stuff. So we couldn't have our our watches on. So it literally was timeless because you couldn't tell what time it was. Yeah, we had a digital watch with us, so um, we we occasionally. But it was like we passed the time in line for the Falcon by talking about how we couldn't get our phones out. Was your first Falcon line, like, long? Because mine was very long. Mine was almost an hour and a half, I'd say. Mm, I don't think... I think maybe I got... I beat the rush on you. It was, like, 30, 40 minutes, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mine was was probably, like, 90 minutes. It wasn't, like, two in the one place at the one time where you get bogged down. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because you get up to the next bit and you look through the windows and... um, so yeah, the whole, the, the land and the craftsmanship, I was very impressed by. The merchandise, like the in-universe merchandise and a lot of the other like merch, I was very, I was just like, oh my God. Like, you know, like Celebration, they'll have like one or two like really good ideas. Yeah. There's like 300 really good ideas. Oh yeah, no, like, I mean. Like you can get like a, a plastic toy like a life-size version of the Kenner Yoda's cane. Yeah, they had they had Palpatine's cane. They had Yoda's cane. They had that Yoda's little but, necklace. But Yoda's cane, thing. it was only like thirty bucks. It was yeah, like, the Palpatine one was one fifty. One, that no. was like a proper cane. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I wanted to hit somebody with it. You could get like Japor snippets. That was only like twenty-seven bucks too. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you could get like the resistance ring that opens up. Yeah, I didn't see that actually. I wanted to see that. How much was that? Do you know? Nah, yeah. I think it was like fifty bucks. Okay. Um, but then there was like all these, there was this crazy good collect, like like oh, the, the uh, Jin Erso style toys. The wooden toys were just beautiful. Yeah, I was like the stormtrooper ones. Good. The other ones were just like. I, teddy bear like they weren't I liked I liked the the, the wooden sand crawler the uh, I, that's why I got the wooden sand crawler yeah the wooden sand crawler like, like there anyway, was little... yeah the collectibles are they're insane like you can get the degeric figures there's six of those you can get in two packs the droids that you can build that hundred dollar thing is insane yeah yeah that, that was I, I wanted to get that for my son who couldn't go there today and I started looking at it and I was like this is so involved like, you're able to pick, like, like, the personality chips and, like, the songs that it'll sing and all that. Well, as, like, that's what I was going on about there. Like, I can't believe they've made this whole new type of toy mm-hmm. to sell in two places on the planet. Yeah. And it's But so, they're going to sell a lot of it. It's so elaborate. And then yeah. you can get all... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
all these different things to like you can get like the jet packs for R2 or you can get like the drink serving thing. So it's like a droid. There's like, you can get BB-8 or an R2 and they're about a foot tall. Yeah. And yeah. they're remote control, but you can buy customizable, like the blue panels on R2. You can get them in different colors. Yep. You can get all these weapon clip-ons. You can get different sound chips. So they've just made this crazy way <laughs> for people to spend money. And so many people had those boxes. Well, there was also things that like fans classically have made, like the Tuca dolls, yes, and stuff yeah, like that. And like this, that's the kind of place where you can sell that, but where you really couldn't, you really couldn't put a Tuca doll at Target and expect to like it not to just sit there. Well, I always had the idea for the wooden old school style vehicles, mm-hmm. and so there's like a sand crawler made out of wood and it opens up, and there's two little these weird sort of nubby Jawas. So yeah. I was like, I have to get that. I so hope they continue it. I, I think they will. I mean, well, I obviously everyone everyone who was there today was kind of the choir, so they were preaching to the choir is what I mean to say. But that stuff sold. Like, I bought this little music box that plays, like, the Imperial March. Mm. And when I first got there, the, the shelves were full of them. And at the end of the night, there was there was about six left on that, that shelf. They're probably, they're probably, like, you know, I'd say three inches by three inches or something like that. They're, like, pretty tiny. Yeah, but little music box nice. Yeah, it's very nice, but they sold they sold a ton of it. And then all the plush creatures were awesome for oh, the, the merch. The uh, monkey and the porg were the two I think highlights for me. They, they made a the, the uh, what's a Kowakian lizard monkey, the yeah. Salacious Bee Crumb style. They sold it in the the Salacious Bee Crumb colors, and then in like a kind of a tropical Hondo colors from the Clone Wars version. Mm. And he he sits on your shoulder, and he has like two little pumps that go down. They go into your hand on the through, the through your back, and when you hit him, like he'll turn his head and like move around and looks like lifelike. But the best bit in the creature shop, so there's all these little stalls, and when you're in the marketplace bit with the stalls, you you just like you just feel like you're in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, like like that. And that, with the like the the vines over the top, like yeah, I the, what are the reeds or whatever they're for? It, it doesn't. It's so like a a, a one sided thing to say this, but I felt like I was looking at the Mando set. But everywhere, because it was like you know, that, that was like my that was like my impression because of looking at that set so often. I kept expecting to see J.J. Abrams because it just looked like one of his sets. Like yeah. the best thing in the creature, maybe my whole thing, my favorite thing was in the where they're selling all the torn torn toys and pogs and that in the story of. Batu in the story of Star Wars, mm-hmm. in Star Wars canon, yeah. they had just found a loth cat in the forest, and they were met, put it, like trying to get him well. Uh-huh. And so he's in this little nest, oh, right. and so it's an animatronic loth cat that's snoring, and he's got this little toy pog that he played. And like this guy came up that runs the store and started telling me about how he found the loth cat in the forest, really? and just started telling me this story. And I was asking questions, and I was just like, I. He, he, and they, what, what's the saying? They say, may the, the moon rise with you or... Ever said like the, the... I wrote it down. Okay. Like, something about the suns. No, the, at night they say... Oh, at night they say the moons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one guy said it wrong and then started... Jason has got this, like... Oh, Kylo's wearing the wrong costume. I just want to note that. Okay, good. Kylo, Jason has got these notes that are just... Um, the, uh... the fact that he can realize what any of these words... They look like... the. They are the notes of a madman. They, yeah, this is like, this This could be pentagrams on all over my wall. 
pushed but, up. What's pushed um, up? That's actually like a push pop. Uh, Rode really fast. Uh, the um, blue milk, the green milk, it's just it's melted push pop, and it costs eight dollars. Don't do it. Yeah, don't. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. But uh, okay, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, go on while I, I look at this. Um, yeah. So the lost cat is there, like, and I didn't even realize it was a lost cat at start because it's like a real version of the animated thing from Rebels. Yep. And it's got crazy claws. It was, it was so, I was so thrilled. Oh, what about that other thing um, that Dan showed us? There's a drinking fountain somewhere in, the, it's in the marketplace. And when you use the drinking fountain for long enough, there's like, you can see where the water comes down. And there's two drinking fountains. One of them's normal. And the other one, when you use the drinking fountain for long enough, a Diagnogo comes up the water pipe and sticks his head up and opens his giant eye. Like, to me, those things are the best things about the whole land. Just the little goofy things that, like... Want to know what broke my heart about the land? Oh, what? When I was, when I was in the, um, like, antique shop, L- Logre's headdress was in there. And that only means one thing, man. He's he not- got a new headdress! Yay! Yeah, no, I don't think it's with us anymore. Oh. I, th- I, think, I think they ate him. That shop, the antiquity shop that's run by the Athorian. That's my favorite part. It's insane. Like, like I... There's just too much stuff to see in there. And the giant Athorian is... It's just a, staggeringly good. Now... Yeah, he, he, he even stands up at one point. That's crazy. We didn't get into the bar. It was too full. We saw in there, though. Looked okay. But... Oh. Ah. Can, can I... My, 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 my funny observation when I first walked in is that it looks like if everybody in a Star Wars movie, every extra was played by Josh Gad. <laughs> didn't it? Didn't it kind of look like that at times? Um, now, the Falcon ride... Guys, if if you were the gunner, it's a decent ride. Yeah, it's a pretty fun ride. Right, so there's three positions you can be in. There's a, like, say, so there's six people fit in the cockpit, right? And you know, if you if you've got an odd number, like if you've got five people, or they get try to get other people in, but it doesn't always work. So, if you're the gunner, it's a decent ride, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And if you're the engineer? No, and if you're the pilot? Oh, okay. It's a very fun. It's very intense. It's 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 very like cuz you you get to actually steer and feel the falcon move and if Was you Was it bright suns? I mean, yeah, something like that. Bright uh, suns. That's what they kept saying. Yeah, bright suns, bright suns. Like what? Um So if you're a pilot, it's sick. If you're on the left-hand side, you get to go left to right. And if you're on the right-hand side, you get to go up and down, but you get to pull the hyperspace lever. Yeah, and they they called me side to side. Yeah. They called you up and down. Whatever. Um, But (laughs) if you're the engineer, my personal thing is bitterly disappointing. Well, I I did one one ride, like the one I did by myself, was with, I ended up with uh, one of the developers of the ride, and he was piloting, and he had been been one of the the, the the test or a tester for six months. So like the flight was like 
pretty much flawless. And I was the engineer on that one. So I just almost sat there and just like watched it be pretty much perfect. Yeah, because it's, it's like an insane video game when you think of it. But then two people just like, oh, you get to just, um, I don't know, handle the, the brightness of the screen. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it was when, when you were when we were when you and I piloted together, it kind of tripped me out because like I could see like arrows where it was telling you where to go, but it was kind of throwing me because I'm like I'm only doing side to side and it's like pointing like down left and like or down right. Uh, I would stuff. see a pylon and I'm like oh, I wouldn't mind running into that. <laughs> like I hit like I just wanted to run into stuff when I was piloting for the fourth like when I, in the fourth ride. Yeah. Um. And so it was, we did so badly that when we came out, all these red lights were on in the Falcon. And yeah, in, in the hallway, when we left the cockpit, there was like like all this like destruction kind of going on with the, and yeah, red lights and like, oh, stuff's not going well. Which is amazing that they, like it's so interactive like that, like that's yeah. such a cool little trick. And also when we took off Batu at daytime, it was daytime. Yep. And then when we did it at nighttime, the, the footage changed to nighttime. At nighttime, yeah. Which was pretty sick. Which is actually like, when you get down to it, like a pretty like video games do it like all the time now. Mm. But to have a ride do it, like to have a ride to get into consideration for some reason is like revolutionary. So I, I'm just perplexed at, like I, I was engineer the first time and I got off just like on, I don't really, like the ride, I don't think it's that good. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, my my first time, I was a gunner, and but the two people I were, I were with were the engineers. One was like a small kid, and I think that worked out well. Yeah, like gunner, on, the, on that front, gunner's good because when you hit the gun, you see a laser come out of the felt. Like, so yeah. it's like I'm having cause and effect. But when you're just like these lights light up. So the thing is, right? So you're sitting like in the Falcon and if you're the engineer you're like one seat behind where there's actually seats in the Falcon mm -hmm. and you've got to do these lights on the side so you're looking at the lights and you're not really looking out the front of the ride like well even the, even the first time I did the gunner stuff which is totally easy once you know how it works but the first time I did it I was like I'm looking at the buttons that I'm supposed to be hitting and not really understanding like not how do I see the screen but then after that after that you realize if you you could do automatic or manual and automatic you just have to hit any of the, the lasers in time at the right moment to shoot to, to hit the target but if you use manual you have three buttons and it's kind of like low medium and high like the, of the angles mm. and the left gunner will shoot blue lasers and the right gunner will shoot red lasers so you can know which lasers are yours and like so once you kind of figure that out you, you, you could actually get like a little bit more complex and and pull off more uh, more targets and stuff like that yeah I just like, when I'm the pilot, I'm like, that's such a good ride. Yeah. But, like, when I did the... Like, when I was an engineer, I was like, this is... I feel so let down. As, yeah, for, like, as, like, a game, it doesn't really offer very much. But this is the thing I was thinking about. Like, you're here on a busy day, mm -hmm. and you do two hours in the line or an hour and a half in the line, yeah. and then you get allocated, gun like, engineer. It's like... Yeah. Ugh. But I will, I will say though too though, like in like most families, if you had a family that was like of six people, there's gonna be two of them that just aren't gamers, that just aren't, that isn't their thing. 
that's where they that's where they're gonna be okay. The problem is gonna be if the family doesn't like allocate the positions accordingly. I think. Yeah, but if you're not in a family, like yeah, I don't know. I just oh oh no, I'm with you. Yeah, it, it is definitely like the, like if, the like if I waited baby. ninety minutes with Jackie, and mm-hmm. then we got with four other people, and we got the engineer cards. Yeah, I'd be like, huh. Yeah, you you, you have a, a pretty much a two out of three chance of getting one of the good positions, though. The um, <laughs> and we should say the uh, the walkway up into the Falcon is is pretty good. I wouldn't say it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I would say it's like pretty immersive and, and and pretty rad. Like there's like like Sabat cards on tables and stuff like that. But there's like a droid in there and he just doesn't do anything. But and we, the other thing is we don't know what's going to happen when it's because yeah because what um. Dan said there's um, like there's going to be like tons of stormtroopers like up on those gantries and stuff right. and so there's like they hadn't had the like they haven't put the full source in at the end right. so we don't know if there's going to be people in there M- most, of the, most of the story isn't I, I wasn't implemented today it was like all of the side stuff for the most part well they just wanted to make sure the restaurant worked and the ride mm-hmm. worked and I, I ate at the restaurant the uh, like the standard restaurant was pretty good yeah, I had um, Ronto ribs. Yeah, I had the sh- shack, whatever, some kind of beef. I can recommend the Ronto ribs, guys. Yeah. Um, and then on... Oh, what- I wanted to steal the fork, by the way. I didn't steal the fork, but I wanted to steal the fork. Hey, we all have our desires. It's like a sport from space. And then in, in the queue, there's all these cargo things that have got barcodes or whatever, and then you can scan them on your app and that'll add to your points. Because it is like this weird, if you want it to be, a giant role-playing game. Because you get points on the Falcon, and then that goes onto your app. And then when you go somewhere, like if you go to the bar and when you scan in there, then the bartender says, oh, Hondo's pretty upset about the way you messed up that job or Chewbacca's happy with how you, you know, pulled it off. Like, um, so all that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, once the app is in, is in play, you're going to have like a different experience doing stuff all the time. Mm. That, that's, what, that's what's going to make it like um, a repeat experience, like kind of worth doing. But the life-size Falcon is... Really good. Oh yeah, you know it's it's incredible. It, it really is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is staggering to witness. Like all the shop bit is really good. Merch is good. The restaurants look good. The antiquity store is amazing. Like I, it was so like full on that I just wanted, I just wanted a quiet hour just to stare at the walls. Yeah, it was it was weird. Like the and the yeah, the antiquity store became probably my favorite thing there, uh, or my my favorite like place to be in the whole in the whole place. Um, the like pet shop kind of thing was really good to buy stuff, and that that um, the Aloth cat was rad. But I think there was supposed to be more stuff like from the film, like of that Loth cat quality when they originally talked about it. And did like the original stuff, like where they like like re- revealed it. There were like it showed like porgs and cages and stuff, and it was a like, much different thing. It was still rad, but I, I, I that was the one thing I think that I, I expected to be different than what it was. Yeah, but we did hear that over the next six months they are going to be adding like 
details and stuff like that. Just get yeah. it open, mate. Just get it open. Oh, that guy, he's going to be the extra from all the Star Wars movies, details, he's going to be there too? Very satirical, very yeah. funny. It was, it was a callback. It was a, com- a comedy, we call that a callback. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> um, what other things did I see that was cool? Oh, in the antiquity shop, they had a baby Sarlacc. They, they also had a baby Dianoga. Dude, let me just talk about the baby. <laughs> so they had a Sarlacc in a little tank. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a little baby one and it was like opening its mouth. And then you could see all its, like its little belly it was growing. It was like the fact that someone conceived that and then built it so amazing. Like I'm just impressed. I, uh, baby Sarlacc. Cute. I, I saw Hera's Kalakiri uh, thing from Rebels in there. Oh, you could buy them. Could you actually buy one? Yeah, that was merch. Oh, there was, there was actually like a, 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 I don't know how it was the same thing, but there's one up top, on the on, like up on the top of the of the stuff that was rather big. But but so yeah, so Harris family's culture um, is for sale. <laughs> I could have that. Like I said, Low Gray's headdress was in there. Um, I saw Grievous's skull. Um, Ezra's biker scout helmet was in there. I saw a, a bust of Yaddle. A golden Jar Jar was in there. Um, Boosh, the helmet that Leia wears, was in there. Um, what else did I see? Um, yeah, there was just like so much weird, weird, uh, just like like artifacts. And if you looked there, like oh, you know um, that that um, that Star Wars character, Amana Man, I think is it Amana Mana Man or Amana Man? I can't remember. But that dude from Jabba's Palace yeah. with like the the staff with the skulls. Well, that staff is in there, but it's not not his from Return of the Jedi. It has different skulls, but it was like two tubes and a Duros. So it was like a Monoman's cousin, but it killed two tubes. Oh. And oh, what about the um, the Knights of Ren thing? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah every, everyone's been making kind of a stink over that uh, that prop in Dryden Voss's uh, little art gallery or whatever. It was a stink, though. Just like... Uh, okay, not a stink. It, it I mean, was uh, just like, oh, uh, my God. Oh, oh. oh Oh, oh, wow. Not a stink. Well, my but. thing, I was very excited about it, not because it was the same prop. I was just like, how did someone notice that? Um, yeah. There was some, probably some prop builder, like sword guy. He was like, whoa. Um, one of the things I saw in there, too, is on the right-hand side above. Um, what's that? What's homeboy's name? The uh, the uh, hammerhead dude? It's like... Oh no! Yeah, the hammerhead antique collector guy from Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I don't know. Um, right above him is a silver Mando helmet that looks just like the Mando from the from the new show. And I'm not sure if it's like slightly different or if it's like an er, like a like a slightly different variation of the helmet, but it looks like it might be the same helmet. But it, but it was a silver Mando helmet, just like the one that is in the new show. I. It's definitely missing the other ride yeah yeah in terms of like if I was if we were um, a, a, a family from Australia flying over to the United States to go to there it would be like don't do it yet I think wait oh yeah if you're making a special trip out here and you haven't booked yet don't yeah like it, wait for the other ride because I what I heard about it today was just like it's, it was kind of surprising in a way how small it is once like we we were very 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 fortunate 
where at the end of the day, like there was almost nobody there. And it was just like us getting on the Falcon ride, kind of like as much as we could convince the friends we were with to do it again. Mm. And it was so easy, but we kind of like went through the whole thing. Like we kind of like walked from end to end in like a good six or seven minutes probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually like it, 15 Acres is a big place, but when you, when you have no people there, you realize how small and kind of and, and short you can do yeah, it. Yeah, but, but a lot of that acreage is like yeah, it's, it, not, it's, it's it's not, like ride. It. Yeah, yeah, it's ride and and then like there's this whole other like end of the thing that on the model that we saw back at D23 like last year or whatever that was like this like forest and it was supposed to have like enchanted stuff and like carvings on logs kids were going to decipher and stuff. It's just trees. It, it's nothing right now. And the, the guy, I heard one of the developers or whatever, Imagineers or whatever they want to call it, that their job is. And he's like, we just added this like at the last minute. So it was like, like clearly like they just had more important shit to get to. They sold out at Celebration, but our Chicago Sports Reference t-shirt and hoodies are back in stock at merchostore.com. And this time we've done a premium run on champion hoods and jerseys. And we haven't forgotten your legs as this run includes champion basketball shorts and champion reverse weave sweatpants. The highest quality and so comfortable. Check it all out at merchostore.com. The, um, I think the first time I went in, I'm going to go on about this engineer thing. I'm I'm not happy about it. But, um, (laughs) after I went on it the first time, my favorite bit of the Falcon ride was just sitting in the lounge. Like, I liked the lounge room more than the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Until I I got to pilot, you guys. Well, it was funny. There was this, there was, there was this moment where I'm like, still, did you know if you go over in that corner, I think if you hit that buttons, it makes all the lights go off in the Falcon or something. Oh, my God. J- like Jason's, like, desperately trying to push all these buttons and, to make the lights go off. Ha- but then we go, like, but then, like, the next time we go, it, it happens, like, like, we saw it, like, twice. Yeah, it's on a timer. And so, that like, all the lights go off in the Falcon and then someone has to run over and turn it on. So it's this little interactive... Yeah, like, thing. And then, and then the, the cast members tell you that... Uh, Hondo finds you every time that happens. Ah. Oh. He doesn't, though. They just say that. He might. The Hondo Anaka animatronic man is amazing. The CGI Hondo is weird. Like, is that CGI or a guy in a mask? I thought it was CGI. I thought it was a guy in a mask. Yeah, either way, it was like because it was like on the screen. Yeah, so there's so there's like when you're walking in, when you're walking in, sort of like if you've been to the Indiana Jones ride and um, what's that guy's name, Brody? Yeah. Yeah, there's like going. No, no, Sala. He's like, welcome. Oh yes, the amazing treasures. Like there's (laughs) so Hondo Anako is that dude in this, and so there's an animatronic one of him, and he's like doing all his gestures. It's insane how good it is. It's about 5,000 times better than the Indiana Jones from the Indiana Jones ride. Yeah. But then when you're in the game or in the ride, he comes up on a screen talking to you and he's in the cockpit of his ship. And you reckon he's... He looked like a dude in a mask to me. He could have, he could have been. I, I, felt like it was a, I, I felt like it was an intense mocap. But we'll have to, we'll have to ask. Because it had like that filter, because like you were seeing it through like a screen, like a, like a Star Wars view screen thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what kind of like. But to me, it felt like how three PO from Star Tubers two looked, where it was that really good mocap suit, not like the. 
lot of people don't know, but in uh, the new Star Wars movie, 3PO, all CGI mostly. Homeboy only wore the hat sometimes. Really? Yeah. I- I've seen a lot of behind-the-scenes footage. Anthony Daniels wasn't in that full suit almost never. <laughs> so, th- But that's where they are now. They don't have to do that. So that photo with the umbrella, you, you call him BS? No, no, I'm saying that's one of the days he had the fucking umbrella and the suit on. Um, what else is going on in there, Jason? God, I mean, I, when I ate in that restaurant, I, I ate inside of one of those pods. That's the, the orange centers of the at- acts from Rogue One, which I don't know. I one of the I, I kind of like got like a cool, unique moment in the sense that there was this time between when my friend left and I hadn't found you yet. And I was just like, I had dinner by myself in that place, which was like a strange just kind of experience. And I got to like eavesdrop on um, developers talking about what they were doing and had done and stuff. And like their family wanting to steal the sporks too. And them telling them, do you don't steal the sporks? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That really happened. And, uh, um, but, but um, yeah, it was, it was just really, it was kind of, in a way, I get kind of embarrassed by role play. Like, it kind of, like, it's a weird line where I don't know where I like it and where I don't like it. I don't, I can't even tell you why I like it sometimes and then I don't at other times. Maybe it's just all me. But it was kind of rad because there was a time, like, where I, when I was, like, walking down the street and the stormtroopers were, like, just walking around, like, before I saw the little boy. Um, the way that the cast members acted about the, the uh, stormtroopers was actually, like, not bad. Like, it was actually, like, kind of, like... It was like that jerk in the neighborhood, and the way that like that they um, performed was good, and it was a lot better than I thought it would be, considering that these are employees of Disneyland of a theme park, and not necessarily like actors. The um, the interactions I with the stormtroopers, I had a very good time them hassling me, and yeah, with the guy telling me about the uh, Lothcaddy court, I uh, give a, a big thumbs up to the. Uh, Role playing. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. That was. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get the uh, the uh, Lothcat story. So that's kind of cool. Like the you know you heard it because now I know it. <laughs> um. And just, I think maybe the the coolest thing is just wherever you look, in every nook and cranny, there's some weird like an astromech getting used as a lantern. Like, there was, like, a biker scout helmet getting used as some sort of, like, coffee. Yeah, I thought it was, like... like, a distillery. Like, like you yeah. know, if, if, if people are old and remember MASH and how they had that still in their tent where they'd make liquor, yeah. like, it was like they had that in the, um, in the like, the, I don't know, the mechanics thing of, of, of the Falcon ride when you're going in the line. And, the, yeah, they had, like, a a biker scout helmet that was making some type of beverage that they'd repurposed. I, I, I didn't want to be super like critical in the park where people were having fun and like where like people who made it were there. You know what I mean? Like insult them like right then. But I, I do have to say You're really growing up, Jason. Right? Um saving it to do it in front of everyone later on. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, build the building a droid stuff was cool. I like the inside of it, like where you get to that like, K two S O parts, like not the K two S O guy, but like the the Imperial droid version. Like his head was there, like oh yeah yeah on the wall yeah yeah. yeah I liked like all of that stuff, but then but then I also felt like 
that part was probably like the, the, the bigger letdown to me. When I was in there, I was like not really interested. It was like the build a droid thing in Star Tours area or the build a um, lightsaber area. Like it was much, very much for, for, for kids, which is great, fine. But that was the one place where I was just like, this isn't for me. Like I just, I was in there and I, I saw the droids. I was like, cool, cool, cool. There's an R2-D2, seen that everywhere. I was like, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm a bit spoiled on the sense that I see R2-D2s all the time and yeah, things yeah. and stuff. But um, uh, that, was, that was the one place I thought was going to actually like look cooler. That was the one place inside that looked like Star Tours to me, but not like Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that, and because there was all the merch. There was all T-shirts and that hanging up. And yeah. um, What about, I didn't get to go because I can't. <laughs> Apparently, so there's that lightsaber shop, but you can only go in there if you pre-buy a lightsaber. I don't know how long that's going to last for. Because yeah. when you buy the lightsaber, it's, um, it's a show. So like it's expensive, right? It's like one fifty or something. Yeah, but they like go through and help you build it, and it's like you know the guys like right. you know like this is the Jedi art and like yeah. so it's like a real it's an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's really good, but um, it's like it's like medieval times meets Star Wars. Yes. Um, all right. So, what merch did you get? Is there anything else we're gonna talk? I, I feel like what's Kylo Ren's ship? I don't even understand how that works, like physically. What do you mean? Like, where do people stand in it? Like, you know, the gangway. Yeah. And then there's, like, no... Yeah, that, it, didn't, it didn't really seem like it was to scale, maybe. It was like a, it was like a, a mini-rig of his ship. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it looked a little bit like... It felt like you were supposed to... Like, it was supposed to be, like, further away than it ended up being, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like maybe yeah. it was supposed to be, like, 30 feet further back and then the scale would have had a forced perspective that would have been fine but it was really rather close but but when, when we get the pictures back we'll know if it works or not oh uh, yeah yeah and it just like on um kylo ren's ship like even on the lasers there's like carbon scoring around where it, they've shot it before and oh my god there was a giant rip in the falcon at the back yeah. where something could hit it that was just sick well, in, in line in line for the falcon there was just like one like pockmark where like a laser blast had hit randomly but it was kind of cool because the wall had turned into like almost like a dark magma on oh. it that kind of stuff was neat was neat in the falcon Porgs nests everywhere. Yeah, but no porgs. But we did see a lady with the porgs. Uh, yeah, there, there was a cast member that fully sucked me in. She had a net and she's going, Have you seen any porgs? I'm trying to catch them. And I was like, I'm like, Really? I, I got taken away with the magic. <laughs> but her job is just to walk around with a net all day, yeah. pretending she's looking for porgs. She's yeah. bound to go in crazy. It, it did. Um I'm curious to, to see what it ends up being like like when it's in full full swing. I did feel like the the first order side was completely like developed and the resistance side was there was really nothing there other than like you could buy an R2 R2D2 in like a little forest. Yeah, well cuz the rise of the resistance ride where we went and yeah. so you can go out and get photos with an A-wing and we paid homage to the the great lady uh, coming out of that cave. It was it was like a mean Wookiee. And then I, I did see Chewbacca when I was over there at one time. Though. I walked over there and there was a, a giant, like, a big dude dressed as Chewbacca. I saw Chewbacca. I saw Ray. She was kicking around. Yeah, I, I, I saw that, that, that Ray and I, I thought it was just a person. I didn't even realize that was um, the character. Ah. 
Because she was like wearing her Force Awakens, and so was Kylo. They're both in like their Force Awakens clothes. See, I'm all I'm all in canon, baby. Ray wasn't wearing her Force Awakens clothes. Yeah, she was. That was like TFA Ray. No, it was like Last Jedi Ray. I was sure. Really? I thought that was for us. I, I remember she had the three knots at the back. I thought if she was wearing that gray Jakku, or I mean gray a tan Jakku outfit, not the gray. Uh, she definitely was. Uh, I don't. I didn't think she was in the Jakku outfit. You know what? She no. She 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 was in the same. She was in the photo op costume, and so was Kyla. In the end, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'll have to see. If, we'll have to see if like when it opens up next week, it, what, what 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 they're wearing. We'll see. Well, they're going to, yeah. That doesn't mean, yeah. I think they'll make changes and stuff as they go. But, um, so pretty good. I definitely, they need the other ride. Yeah, for for sure. The the, the other ride not being there, it made it, I mean, I I had a really good time. It was a really good day. And if you were to go there and do that and do Disneyland, you would, like, totally get your money's worth. But if you were only going to only do that and didn't care about anything about Disneyland and weren't interested in it, it would probably leave you a little bit like 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 lackluster and feeling that that vibe in the end. I think. Yeah, and also like the intangible thing of it being fixed and open and everyone like like you don't know what that's going to be like, sort of thing. Like I I went to a Disneyland party in Tomorrowland and they didn't have the music on and it was just so. Yeah. It just felt like I was at a really good bar- party, not at Disneyland sort of thing. But, yeah, like, the the whole craftsmanship of the land is amazing. Um, just don't be the engineer, guys. Yeah, but if you have a really good pilot and you want to just see the ride, I had a good engineer experience. I really, truly did. But but my other time being engineer was lame. So I, I completely... I, I could definitely see somebody going there, though, and just having a bad experience from just losing the, the the role of what would be the best thing to do on every like opportunity. Yeah. Like just having like not having uh, enthusiastic cast members or not being the person who they talk to and getting the the engineer on with really bad pilots. But but I will say too on, on in terms of, of as a game, the engineers have the important task of hitting the button to pick up the coaxium and if they don't do it even if everybody's good they don't pick it up you won't get both of them so like it is like there there are crucial moments when you're the engineer that actually do matter and you actually doing yeah but that's for the team the actual experience of the engineer is staring at us right oh i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say it's it's like a more involved or a good like um Position. It's mm. it's it's the right field of if, if, if it's like a baseball, it's the right field of Star Wars. The um, I don't get that reference. Um, in baseball, you play right field, but you suck like I did, and and it's really boring, and you just sit out there looking at the sun, waiting uh, until it's over. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so obviously a monumental achievement. I can't wait to see it in full swing once. Summer's over, and I might return, or I will return once summer's over. Yeah, in a way, we kind of—I mean, obviously, we were super spoiled, and we had a, got to do everything really rad today. But when when Rise of the Resistance opens up, we don't uh, have to worry about the other hassle of the other stuff of making all of that happen mm-hmm. either. So, double lucky. So, uh, yeah, Galaxy's Edge—it's done, and it's 
pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too. Because we had like because we had to wait so long to get in, which is fine, because they had to like set it up and that. But I, I think I went on like six rides at Disneyland before we went in. Yeah, you were like. You were like so happy in pictures on other rides, and you're all, I'm about to get on the Matterhorn, and I laughed. And you're all, What? Why are you laughing at me? And I'm like, Because you're just having such a good fucking time, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I've only been, I've been to Disneyland like less than, no more than 15 times. Yeah. No, but I'm like, I'm like the kind of person who's always early to things. So even though like I was like number 15 or whatever that day, and they were calling like number six, I still had to be out there just like in case they call five in a row. So, just me. Um, but yeah, super fun, super fun. Um, thanks to Dan for getting me in. Thanks to the comedy film nerds for also helping with the hookup. It's um, if you are in California, if you're in, you know, Southern California, go now. Check it out. If you're traveling. Definitely wait for the other one. Yeah, def- de- definitely, definitely like wait until both rides are, are open. You have just it'll be it'll make it a better a better time in general. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty, Jason. I don't know how we d- we d- we're star crossed lovers. We're we're um, we're we're destined to be together. Mm. Yeah, I told you I'd find you. I I, I tried to sell you to Uncar. I, I went and had dinner without you. Thought I. Never gonna see that guy, but I, but I, I, then I heard Jason. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. If you uh, enjoyed the pod, share it around, write a sweet review, do all that good stuff, and may that force be with you. Oh wait, what's the th- what's the galactic? What's the thing? Uh, happy suns. <laughs> what was it? Rising Two suns? Two suns? Rising suns? Rising suns. Yeah, I. It wasn't rising suns. That's like. It was like, I don't know. I can't remember what it was now. Make sure you check out our one on one interviews with the cast and crew of The Rise of Skywalker. Also on YouTube, in full, is our late night comedy Star Wars chat show recorded live in Chicago. Chuck full with Star Wars insight and laughs. And if you're into audio podcasts, check out our blog pods from Star Wars Celebration that give you a fan's eye view of everything that went down in Chicago. And may that force be with you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.